Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you get your regular geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's the one and only DL! Yo, 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 yo. What's up, buddy? Same, same, you know... Burrito King, Do I? eating burritos, drinking Lipton iced teas. You did literally just have a burrito. Way too much sugar, by the way. Oh, yeah, those things are um, sugar I'm heavy. I'm feeling the hops. I'm like, <laughs> I'm good, man. How are we you? We didn't have you coffee, so. I didn't. I actually only had one coffee today. Oh, shit. I'm improving. Just one. That's good. You've got, but I came. But I only worked I, I know. I know, <laughs> I, I know I shouldn't. We're in lockdown, but I came to yours the other day to to watch the movie we're going to talk about. And yeah. you've got this sick coffee machine. It is badass. It is therapeutic to use. But I only used it once today instead of my normal two. But again, that's because I... What do you what do you go for? What's your... I, well, to be honest, I just make it flat white because it's easy. Because it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and I do double shot because I can't get it right with a single shot for some reason. But huh. I also need the extra caffeine. So. Oh, yeah. Just give yourself a slap in the face. Works, yeah. Except yeah. for when I work half days. Then I only need and one. And then you do. I mean, that's <laughs> why you only do one today. You didn't exactly. do anything. <laughs> Dude, fuck all. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm pretty good. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing all right. I'm seeing a lot better after the... After the 5G, like, has been, like, excellent in here. Making that joke again from last week. But ever There's since five, I have... Ever why since did I, you have 5G? Ever since I had my second uh, COVID injection, I've... Oh, God. I've got over it. Took, again, took, I didn't get it. Took me way longer than... too intelligent for this level of banter. <laughs> I don't, I don't know the stories. I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I, I won't believe it till I see it. <laughs> uh, quickly, before we, before we get started, we will put time codes in the description. So if people want to hear us chatting rubbish, we tend to talk about the things we've been up to in the, in the geeky world and then we move on to talking about the geeky news and then on to our main topic which this week we're, i'm pretty excited to talk about i think you might be as well um and there'll be time codes in the description so click down if you want to click around and listen to different bits go for it yeah, but yeah. what what have you been up to buddy what have you been doing uh well i watched recently twilight new moon is that the oh, second one god you, you need to stop bringing this it's up the on the second podcast. one i'm out it's the second one stop it? talking about it. tell oh, me anything else did you know no, about yes, this movie. Probably. Robert Patterson hated his time on these films almost as much as I hated watching them. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly. Hindsight, God. though, he probably he, is like, he made a ton of money. Mate, like, if you look, I Googled this because I was like, this guy's like actually artsy and like yeah. pretty, like, you he know, good pretty like avant garde and like also like seems to not give a fuck. Yeah. Right? Like, I've heard him in other interviews. So I was like, surely he talked shit on this at some point. Like, my gut was correct yeah he yeah. not only talked shit just ravaged this shit like <laughs> while he was filming it to the point where like he almost got fired and uh because he's like banterous right because they were doing um he was doing like interviews for the batman uh the movie he's doing with yeah. matt wright and then and he was like um they were asking him because you know like how um ben affleck got like jacked yeah. Yeah. they were like oh are you on the like superhero diet and he's like nah fuck that i don't care like, <laughs> and everyone was like freaking out like oh my god our batman's not gonna be that. And like, he's like yeah Collie's Collie's gonna be in shape he's in a batman movie but he's like yeah. he, he just he, he, he likes to play that to yeah, toe he, that line. He, he does like to like stir the pot and i guess the other thing i was gonna say did you also know about this movie that if not for the absurdly long pauses between each line of dialogue it would be under an hour and we'd all be a lot happier <laughs> My God! Did you tell like, that yourself, Bella? I can't. <laughs> I started so like I was halfway through the movie and we paused and I was like, "Yeah, I can't do this right now. Let's like cook something or whatever." And I started just talking like that, <laughs> and she didn't catch on. She's like, "Why are you fucking? What is wrong?" For, like with half you? hour. She's like, "What is wrong?" I was like, "Nothing is wrong." Like you know. It, <laughs> It's so bad, bro. Anyway, that movie so sucks. So I, I, I mean, like, I should never admit this freely on on anything that goes out of the world. But I haven't, I haven't seen all the movies. 
However, I've read the books because I had a girlfriend when I was a lot younger who was like, you've got to read these. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there was some like retraction of certain girlfriend responsibilities <laughs> in, in part of the mix if I didn't read them. And I was like, oh God. Yeah. So I, I, I powered through those goddamn books as if I enjoyed them. <laughs> but uh, not very good. No, point, no, they're so not. Like even to the point where like, I think somebody asked him because he'd started dating the, the lead at one yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, she publicly cheated on him, like, with paparazzi. And it was it, like, like a director or something? Yeah, and it, like, yeah. came out and they broke up. So someone, like, asked him, like, literally, has, did anything come from doing Twilight? And he said, he, like, thought about it and was, like, named, like, this, like, brand of facial moisturizer because he had to wear so much makeup. He's like, that was pretty good. I learned that this is a good <laughs> brand of makeup <laughs> remover. <laughs> Please, can we can we stop yeah, talking anyway, about just, this movie? But I'm like destroying it. It's kind of yeah, fun. No, yeah. Anyway, the other thing, I started Gangs in New York in response to Gail making me watch that terrible movie. I was like, you're gonna watch a two and a half hour Martin Scorsese epic. Ooh, which one? Uh, Gangs in New York. Beautiful. I've not seen yeah, that one. That's good. I can't wait. So we we haven't got around to it for a little while, but we do we do our little anthologies of uh, different directors. We've so far done two of Chris Tennant. Uh, Chris Tennant, that's not Chris right. Tennant. That's that's one of his movies. Nolan. Chris Chris Nolan. Nolan. Um, we'll come back to it at some Chris point. Stiller? I think probably, I think our next one, next director, once we've got through the Nolan movies, might be Scorsese. We can, yeah. Or it could be Tarantino. It's going to be Flip of a Coin, I think. I'm yeah. quite keen for both. Or either. Or yeah. at the same time. <laughs> All of them together. What else have you been up to, buddy? Um, and then I, you know, went truck through the Harry Potter Order of the Phoenix. We're on number six with lockdown we'll coming. Do, we'll, we'll do an episode on that. I've, I've got, I've put it on the schedule for the coming weeks. So have you not done it we'll yet? We'll do a Harry Potter episode. Have you not gone I haven't, through? No, she's the, 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 the girlfriend. Surely there's own. no other time to do it than on your seventh or eighth week of lockdown. Well, uh, well I'll, t- I'll tell you why we haven't watched it because last weekend, uh, we've obviously been going through the MCU stuff, yeah, yeah. clearly. Uh, we're, we are currently, we've just done, I told you two weeks ago, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. We didn't watch one last weekend. What we actually watched was, I'm now talking like you were a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 last weekend, I, I needed a pause from it. Like I was a bit like, I just want something a bit different. And yeah, we, fair enough. We watched uh, Batman Begins with Christian Bale. Yeah, you did text me. Talking about, about Nolan. Oh my God, that movie. Yeah, it's a good movie. How? Oh, it's, it's, I honestly think it's like, it's as good as The Dark Knight. It's just not... Uh, the Dark Knight just has a stellar acting performance from Heath Ledger, but yeah. like, but like that movie is like a superhero movie is very like one of the best origin stories. And I, I think, think that's the problem. It's an origin story. Like if if it, like I mean it has it to doesn't have that. It's quite feel movie. like an origin story though, it, it, because it's so mm, uniquely like. Mm. I, I, I like, I like, like a tale they, on its yeah, own, you know. Yeah, exactly. I like how they build him up as a ninja in it. Like yeah. that's one thing you never see in these movies. You always see the the dead mom and dad. You always see the the pearls going everywhere you never seem to see the how he becomes such a badass it's just like and then all of a sudden he's wearing a cape and a yeah. cowl and he's scaring criminals it's like yeah. i want to see him being a ninja yeah no, yeah i think that's why i liked it because like all the other comic book movies you don't get that that bit and i didn't even know like the backstory to batman before i saw the movie um and then i've also that just been version of the story anyway yeah i've i've also been reading name of the wind oh, the which one i told you about, about last week yeah the writing is phenomenal this is actually a, he's a good writer in fantasy as opposed to like a good fantasy story that's a bad writer because you get a lot of that where you're okay. like oh this guy created this really cool world but like his writing's kind of weak. It sucks. This is the opposite. Ooh. Like not that the world sucks but like I'm more there for his characterization and his writing. He's very good. We've talked about this before. Like that's one of the things that Nolan movies are often criticized for, yeah. like the lack of characterization. Yeah. You need that in in that it's, it doesn't matter how great a, your world is yeah. if you can't write a character. Yeah, if you don't write someone to root for or care about, it doesn't matter. But not yeah. only do you or root even for believable. Yeah, 
not only do you root for and care for this character, like this just he's got like swag. Like there's lines of his writing where I'm like, that was just saucy. Cool. Like that was fucking well written. Right. Anyway. I'll jump on this when you're done. I've carried on listening to uh the Dune audiobook. So I'm I'm probably I think I'm about a third of the way through it, maybe more. I've li- I've not had a lot of time to listen to Same it. Mate, you've been on this book. You need to you need to pick up the pace. No, but well I'm listening <laughs> to it now, which is better, but like a lot of my time this week has been taken up by Breath of the Wild, which I have Fair just enough. Even though it's like five, ten, maybe even ten years old now, I'm loving that game. Yeah, it's good. It's Very so good. good, and I haven't done any of the goddamn story. Like I've Honestly, done like the, the first two steps like, of it. The story's like whatever. It's just yeah, like it's there to make great. you, like, help you, guide you to explore in the world. To be honest, it's fine. Yeah. But like I found, I found that I would rather just make my guy really, really good, like do all the shrines and improve his health and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and and then eventually sort of then do the story if that makes sense i mean so i can just power through it all but um i don't know i found this island and i was telling you about it before but like i'm so intrigued by it like it's like way out to the sea and you can own like i've only just got enough like stamina to to just about get there. so oh so you jumped off the cliff to get so i jumped off the cliff i don't even have the thing to get there by boat yet there's other ways to get there yet but i take your point yeah yeah i don't have that yet so what you don't have a boat no the they don't need a thing to and you just I don't know. I'm yeah. not. I'm not there yet. Let's okay. go away. <laughs> like we're not entirely there, and I keep dying on this island. But like, I'm like, it's almost. I almost have to beat it now. I'm yeah. like, I have to keep going at it until I do it. But I'll, I'll, I'll come back in a little bit. I think. Yeah. No, it's it's a really good game. Agreed. You've been watching anything other than like Rick and Morty? I know you watched. Actually, that. yeah. Well, we can talk about Rick and Morty in a minute. But there was one thing that I have started watching this week. Um, bloody. Uh, it's it's so. I found out that if you have a PS5, you get a six month trial of Apple TV mm-hmm. and I've been wanting to watch a show on there. It's got the guy from it's always sunny in Philadelphia and it's called mythic quest. I don't know if Which you've heard guy? of it. Um, uh, he's Mac. Yes. Mac, the guy who bought like a soccer team with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Football. It's a football team with Ryan Reynolds yeah. uh, in the UK in, in Wales. Sorry. Uh, it's These that guys guy. Just don't give a fuck. He, They're so rich. It's like, really I'll just good. buy a football team. I've only seen the first episode and it's, uh, it's a really interesting setup. Mm-hmm. So they, they've created this mass uh, MMORPG and uh, they are doing their first ever expansion of the game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh the first episode is all building around the tension of like that it's the day before they're supposed to like release it launch it and, yeah. the, and the guy he mac whatever he's, i don't know what he's called in the show i haven't paid that much attention but he, he he's the creator like it's his vision mm-hmm. and he's trying to tink with everything and like last minute shit and there's like all his employees who are like fuck like you you can't like change things now and like yeah, it's yeah. like it's it's just like push and pull of power and it's like it's got the sensibilities of Always sunny in Philadelphia, but it's also got Abed from Community, who <laughs> just plays Abed from Community. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, like the same except of, except slightly like more confident. Than guy. He, yeah. he, he, I, don't, I don't think he plays that quiet, but he, he has all the same humor characteristics as like later in the series. Is 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 that's really funny, man. So good. What did you think of Rick and Morty this week? I did like it. It was a good one. It was it a really, was a good, really one. good one. It was, and it was a bit of a play on Inception as well. Yes, wasn't it? Yeah. Kind of. It was kind of a It had some Inception jokes, I'm pretty sure. Um, But I I quite liked it. It was good. And some epic canon. We talked about this a moment ago. It was was also just quite like heady jokes consistently. Oh, absolutely. I was going to bring this up like in news, but like there's, there was a, like a joke in there around the, like living with his dead daughter, Mm -hmm. which I mean, opens up so many interesting possibilities for the show. Like, what does that mean? Uh, She must have died when he was young. Yeah. 
I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. I'm like, so I think but there's is, also realities where she's not dead. Surely. Sure. sure well, yeah. exactly. Well, this is the first one. This is the first one we've seen. I think that follows the usual Rick and Morty that we've seen all the way through. The rest have obviously been like we talked about last week have been probably with different Rick and Morty's throughout the unit, throughout the multiverse, yeah. whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it's, it's super interesting. And he's clearly a, still, a, still an asshole because <laughs> old mate uh, flies away at the end of it. Um, that actually could uh, segue as nicely into Have You Heard, if you would like. Yeah, let's do it. Um, have you heard that season five is going to conclude of Rick and Morty is going to conclude with an hour-long finale in September? I think they're currently on a minor hiatus in, in mid-season break, as they love to do. But they're going to do an hour-long finale, which is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I think so. It means it'll be pretty epic. There'll be a big battle or something. There's going to be a lot. <clears throat> and dude, I you know I'm obsessed with that show. It's gonna be phenomenal either way. Yeah, no, I'm I'm excited about it. I do <laughs> I do get excited to watch it now that there's new episodes. Now there's what? Sorry, now again. that there's new episodes, I get excited to watch it. It's the oh, only yeah. cartoon outside Archer that I'm still. Dude, you love Archer. I love Archer. Archer, dude, Archer is not. It's un. What's the word? I'm oh, looking for? objectively I've, very, very well respected, like Rick and Morty, but for, by a different type of fan. Sure. Oh yeah, I, I, I kind of want to watch the new season. It's running like nine seasons, like it's more. I think it's got to be good. There's a couple bad ones in there. But. Just, just going back for one second. Yeah. Um, I was thinking just today actually about the the Mount Rushmore you were talking about last weekend, like yes. last week. So you've got Peaky Blinders on there. You've also you've also mentioned Game of Thrones. It's four, right? It's not five. Uh, I think it. Is it four? I think it's five. I'm pretty sure Mount Rushmore was just four heads. Be a quick Google. But anyway, either way, I was thinking about it too, and you, like, I really got my brain going. I was like, what, what would I put on my Mount, Mount Rushmore? Rushmore show. Because as much as I want Game of Thrones to be on there, I, I don't think I can. I think I want to rewatch it and see if, in a rewatch, it sort of holds up all the way through. True, it is only four. Yeah. So I think for me, I'm gonna put on my first. My first show on my Mount Rushmore <laughs> is Westworld, because I was thinking about it this week. And though season three isn't phenomenal, season one and two, man, like season one's probably one of my my, my all time favorite. Season one is phenomenal. Season yeah. two is good, slightly above average. Don't put it, don't put it down. Season, season two is better three, than you I've think. Heard, I've seen it. I, I this is my opinion. It's slightly above average. This is my Mount Rushmore. Man, <laughs> um, I, I've got a feeling that season three is like a, a placeholder. I th- I feel like they kind of needed to just keep it going, and then season four comes out and it's just gonna blow everyone's goddamn mind. I hope you're right, but if it doesn't, then it comes off the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> I don't know. I you think like have... if you can, I, I think that if you do a Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore, where you say like single best season of a show. Uh, okay. Then I think that Westworld a hundred percent deserves okay. to be on there. Yeah. Same with True Detective, honestly. Yeah. Well, they're, they're too easily. But uh, maybe even I I'd probably that, put Daredevil on there. I think that with with shows, it has to have like more than longevity. Just, yeah, you gotta have like. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is my Mount Rushmore, bro. Yeah, like, not, you, yeah, you. This is I'm you put speaking, goddamn Game of Thrones on it's yours. It's the assumed declarative. Game of Thrones is one of the highest ranked IMDb shows. Yeah, on IMDb. and the last three seasons suck. But not. First of all, I disagree with that premise. <laughs> Second of all, this is this is the crux. The of IMDb all of our scores in the podcast. last. Three seasons, or like the last, sorry, the six and seven are not as bad as eight. So this is this is the crux of all the arguments on our podcast. But let's move on. So yeah. I don't know if you've heard anything this week, but I have heard a lot. I've um, heard a few things. There's been a lot of cool news coming out this week. So have you heard this week that Tom Hiddleston was talking and he feels like 
he, he said that Loki season two is likely to be around the search for Sylvie. And he was quoted is as he saying... Just guessing this? He feels that this is something that has to be done, a mistake that he has made, which is interesting. Hmm. He feels it's he fe- he feels he's made a mistake. Hmm. It's interesting that they're even letting him comment on this. I guess he's he is Loki. Like, <laughs> do do what you want, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Maybe that's, a that's interesting. I I did not hear that. That's uh, that's a good little tidbit. Dude, there's there's been a lot this week. Did you see this week there has been a a mini teaser? A mini teaser. Mini mini teaser. Isn't a teaser by definition? That's yeah, like well, exactly. jumbo shrimp. Um, there's a mini teaser for Stranger Things, which is returning s- season four, mm. which will return in 2022. Now, I'm pumped that. for that. Uh, Stranger Things will be great. Are we on four season four now? This will be season four. Yeah. This will be the crux of it, man. Like they can't go much longer than this. Like, well, yeah, they're not really kids anymore, are they? Yeah. It's not like. I mean, I guess they could, but like, where would the story go? Great question. Well, they split them all up at the end of last season, didn't they? Yeah. Did we watch that together? I think so. Yeah. I feel like we. Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. It was one of the. It's one of yeah. the, one of the. Uh, one of the Mount Rushmore. It's <laughs> not on the Rushmore, but you know, it. Wait, to be on the Mount, again, Mount Rushmore. Again, that first season, phenomenal. To be on the Mount Rushmore, does it have to have ended? That's a question. I mean, like, we you create the criteria and boundaries of the Mount Rushmore. For your own Mount Rushmore. No, for the discussion that we then talk about. Well, so like, all right, you're okay. saying Mount Rushmore of all shows in existence, right? That means there's no parameters on it. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. It could have been fucking half a season, but you loved that half a season before it got canceled. I really loved that half you a season. I really look idiotic did. if you did I that. I loved that half a season. But, um, no, I haven't. But one show that maybe on some young child's Mount Rushmore someday, The Witcher, Nightmare of the Wolf. Is yeah, been announced about the prequel it's is coming out in prequel. Uh, a month. It is a prequel. 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 <laughs> yeah, um, no, that's coming. When is that coming? I don't know. I think it's August 8th. Would you say 18th or something? 23rd. Did, 23rd. did you know anything about that, that show? Uh, it's about Veramir, the guy that taught Geralt. Vesemir. Vesemir, sorry. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm, the just guy re- I'm literally reading what you sent me. That taught uh, Geralt the, oh, right, to be okay. a witcher. He trained him, created him. Because I, I just finished The Witcher at the end of the End of last week, and um, yeah, Ver- right, because Veramir. I don't know. That's from. It sounds something. like Boromir. Yeah, it's, it's like I a mix of Vesemir and Boromir. Lord of the Rings and the <laughs> Too Witcher. many fantasy stories. Um, yeah, I'm intrigued to see that. Like, I think that's going to be fun. Like, no, that's that be cool. second season of that's coming soon as well. Well, did you see this week there was some? Uh, I don't know. You're not really into it, but like, it doesn't really give away a lot. But there are some leaked set of images of Christian Bale as the bad guy in. The new Thor: Love and Thunder movie. You can't tell anything. It's probably going to be a lot of CGI in there, but it's super interesting. Fuck is he wearing a dress? Well, well remember we talked about <laughs> Thor: The God Butcher. That's what he is. He's he, going to be this weird CGI monster thing. Yeah, but he looks literally like he's in a like a a robe. Yeah, he is. like a toga. <laughs> it's like a toga party. Yeah, he is. Like it's one of Chris Hemsworth's like notable parties on Instagram, <laughs> but it was a toga one. Chris Hemsworth does some crazy shit on Instagram. Yeah. Um, no, I did not hear that, but I'm excited to see him in the MCU. I did hear that Mass Effect sales were better than expected. Ooh. And it is reignited for Bioware or whoever owns Bioware these days. Uh, EA Games, maybe. Reignited? Did they, did they reignited stop wanting to... Fan, fan desires, which I agree. Reignited was an interesting way to put it. Yeah, like, I feel like... Like, surely you knew this massive ip still had everybody wants a mass effect game yeah a movie game yeah give me any kind of of ip do you reckon they make a movie of it um link back to our previous podcast episode yeah which i think i did 
Games so Mass Effect should be a movie, yeah, or a show. I'd love to know what number podcast that is, but yeah, plug, 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 <laughs> have a listen num- back. Some number. We'll somewhere. probably come back to that at some point. I think there's some I other think, good there's, games there's out there. There's plenty to dive into. There really is. Um, um, all right, couple of couple of quick bits then. Yeah. Did you hear this week that Idris Elba has been confirmed as the voice of Knuckles in the Sonic movie right. number Who doesn't two. want a piece of Idris? Everybody wants a piece of Idris I Elba. want a piece of Idris. I what a hunk it. of a man. Well, we talked about him last week as well. Plug for last week's episode on plug James for, Bond. Plug for this week's episode because, as well. Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's all everywhere, over the place, bro. The yeah. um, look, there's a couple of the bits that I think you might enjoy. Apparently... There is a Chronicle 2 in development. Do you remember Chronicle? Well, it sounds familiar. Is it a, it's a game, yeah? No, no, it's a, it's a movie. It was done oh. by Josh Trank and it had <laughs> I guess I Michael B. Jordan in it. I guess I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would. It was like kind of like a found footage type film. And um, these three like teenagers, including Michael B. Jordan, found a meteor or some shit. And they all got like these powers. And one of them, the introvert, obviously... The, the geeky introvert obviously became like the super villain and then the other two had to fight him and it was all but it was all fan footage and it was like on a really low budget and that was what got Josh Trank the gig for doing a fan four stick I was gonna say fan that sounds like fantastic yeah four. yeah yeah <laughs> he, that's what it got him the gig yeah so I mean this one's there's not a lot of details about it but apparently it's gonna follow a, a female protagonist this time I don't know if they're just gonna like you know just it's 10 years after the event like are they gonna do the same thing are they going to do fan footage again? I think this is just because this made a shit ton of money. Like, the, the ROI on this movie was, like, through the roof. So I think they're just like, yeah, let's milk that. <laughs> let's do Probably. some more of it. I did see that you sent me Quentin Tarantino wants oh. to redo Rambo with Adam Driver, which <laughs> I just have so many feelings. I have so many questions I have so many that. feelings. I don't know what to say. I love Rambo. I'm like, yes, but I'm like, no, but I'm like, yes. But I'm also like, And then you why? see him shirtless and you're like, oh, yes. And then I'm like, just like do something different with Adam Driver shirtless and playing a commando. Did you ever why, finish? Why does it have to be Rambo? Did you ever finish that Adam Driver movie with Bill Murray, the one about the zombies? The dead never dies. It was quite dies boring, actually. Was it? Yeah. Finished it and it was like, look, I, I kept expecting it to go somewhere and then okay. it didn't go anywhere. But like, it's worth watching because it's really weird and unique. Is it funny? It's like super dry. Huh. It's it's not as funny as I was hoping it would become. Right. Yeah. But it's like they're both... The only funny Story. scenes are the ones with them in it, I would uh, say. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Because um, it's got a pretty stacked cast from memory. Like, it's got a bunch of... It does, pretty dude. Pretty large... It's large like, actors? Pretty pretty huge stars in it. It does. And it's also... It's just really random and weird. You'll watch it. I don't know how... I don't want to spoil it because it's like this weird thing... When you watch it the first time, you're constantly like, well, where is this going? And then you're like, oh, I guess nowhere. Well, is, is it a horror? <laughs> is it a comedy? Like, what? what is it? It is more of a comedy, I guess. Okay. Yeah. But more of like a, a black, dry comedy. Not even... Yeah, I guess you could say it's black. It's not really dark. It's dark in the sense that there's like blood and people dying. Uh-huh. But it's like kind of just really dry. Yeah. All right. It's the only way. I, I, can't, I can't really... It's hard to describe that one. All right. Well, yeah. I'm keen to watch it, so I'll probably, probably get back on that at some point. Well... You know, uh, we've started we've started doing segues, and I like mm-hmm. that we've started doing segues because the final bit of news I wanted to talk to you about this week was: Did you hear that over the weekend, Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad, apologies, <laughs> it, it earned seventy two point two million worldwide box office, which a lot of news publications has said is a flop. Now, in a post pandemic era, I, that's not really a flop. I think that's I don't just know how much do they spend on it. Uh, a lot, like one hundred and eighty, I think. Well, it doesn't. But like 
I mean, yeah, you do you do, do all that for marketing. <laughs> but, like, that's not the point. The point is we're in a post-pandemic era. That doesn't include any of the streaming stuff as well, where we, we actually had to watch it on streaming. This is true. Um, but yeah, like I feel like that's... I feel like that's good for the moment and obviously they've now got james gunn who can do whatever he wants like he's a great director he's good yeah. he's good this is not his best but well we'll talk about good. that in a moment look if you guys have heard anything this week that we haven't heard about hit us up you can get us on uh podcast assemble on instagram or what's the other one the podcast assemble at gmail.com you can i feel like that sugar's wearing off mate you had like a big old hit and now yeah, you're like it is. i'm fucking low i'm you're like you're like fucking what happens when you drink 21 grams of sugar per <laughs> serving fucking christ lipton <laughs> trying to kill me yes they are diabetes all right so this week we watched james gunn's the suicide squad we did what did you think? Well, what do you think? Like, uh, Look, I think um, before we get into the dumb summaries, I'll give you my general thoughts. Upon initial viewing... Well, I was going to ask you if you could do me a, a main topic theme first. A main topic. Theme. Theme. Main topic theme. <laughs> Are you doing a Scar main, Punk Main version? topic, like, topic, theme, theme, main theme, topic, theme. Topic, theme. I want to get to the main topic. <laughs> I want it to be a theme. Doing it, what is it uh, when you do the poets? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. What is I it know, called? I can't think of the word. What is it called? You're doing, you're and I want to do it theme. I can't even I'm theming it I'm theming it hard And I'm ready to theme Main topic uh, Just cut all of that And let's get into the main topic <laughs> Absolutely not <laughs> With uh, Suicide Squad The Suicide Squad yeah. And we're going to analyze it 21 We're going to give you a dumb summary Do you want to hit me with your dumb summary? Yeah Get ready guys This is gross <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know why I went here But this is just where I was at At 3.45 today um, Rikers which is a New York prison for those of you that don't know. Rikers gets an overnight Colombian Island field trip in this rebutuation where sucking starfishes is a death <laughs> sentence, which is, I mean, I'd be dead. Get Starfish. It? That's another name for butthole. Come <laughs> <laughs> on. And the bad guys are the good guys. Featuring your first rat heroes since Ratatouille and more gore than Rosie O'Donnell with a strong flow. This one's going to leave you feeling dirty. I already feel dirty uh, just from your yeah, dumb summary. I know you do. My my iPad has stopped working all of a sudden out of nowhere, and it's really been, distra- it's been distracting me. I wanted to listen to your goddamn dumb summary. but Just I know like that, that if you suck starfish, you die. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. That's, what, a, what do you do, man? What hideous. a life. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. Is, is life worth living in that in that world? I mean, I don't want to die. I don't want to live in that world, all right? No. All right. Here's mine. Yeah, let's hear it. Yeah. Oh, now my iPad starts working. Here we go. Um, I say, Mate. I've got like, Mate. I've got like props for this one. I've really put some thought into dude, this. Dude, dude, dude. In, in 2021, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a cod for crimes they clearly all committed. <laughs> These antiheroes have since been uh, been trying to escape from a maximum security stockade. Today, today being forced by the government to go on the worst missions known to man, they survive or explode. If you have a problem and you can convince Amanda Waller to find them, maybe you can hire the B team. <laughs> right, that's enough of that. And that is the A team soundtrack. <laughs> that's it. That's it. In essence, that's the essence. best I could do. Um, no, I like it. Uh, look, man, I watched it. I think. Well, well do, I you mean, want, do you want to set the scene? Like we, yeah. found, we were going to watch this this week. Last weekend, and we found out the day of 
that we couldn't get it over Okay, here. that is a good point. You, we want to set the scene of yeah, like how I actually... How, so, so you're right. We were like planning to do it all week. We're like, all right, this is the one we're going to do the cast on. We actually all we wanted to watch it as well. Yeah, I, I was um, so excited for this movie. You know, it's James Gunn. And so we find out with like hours left that we can't fucking watch it on binge. <laughs> thank, thank God I searched it before so, we started. Yeah, so was Tommy's like, like, hit up your American mates. It's like three in the morning. We're hitting them up. No one answers. <laughs> it's like two in the morning. My brother answers. And I, I, I don't even know if I have the like wherewithal to tell the full story again. No. But, but in essence. Let's do the curtail version. Yeah, but in essence, like I had to figure out like a login using my dad's like email from 10 years ago <laughs> to the service provider cable that he set up then. Well, everyone was on <laughs> edibles yeah, wow. on the other side via FaceTime, getting people to do, you know, Anything. techie things <laughs> with a 50 year old <laughs> who's not very techie. It was, it was a bloodbath. We got there in the end. Yeah. And, it uh, took you like an hour or something, didn't it? An hour and a half or something. Bloody and uh, we got there in the end and yeah. We watched Thanks it. HBO, by the way. We appreciate that. Like, but, yeah. Now I've got HBO. Dicks. So fuck all. Yeah. But guys. now we have HBO. We yeah. can do we can definitely do it. Um, look, this movie, it's James Gunn, right? He's the king of taking Z-list comic book characters. And Is the, are the Guardians Z-list? They were nothing before right. Guys of the Galaxy. They've, so they've been recreating the comics to look like... Oh, wow. Because it used to be like Yondu was one. There was this fucking... He was like pretty much naked with like a bow and arrow. Anyway. I did not know that. Uh, and he's basically made them stars. Like the movie, it, you know, it follows Harley Quinn again, Bloodspot, Peacemaker... Uh, and just a collection of like these nutty, crazy weirdos. Um, they're Task Force X again. And what? They get dropped off on a remote island? Corto Maltese? Is that a real place? I think it's based off like some, you know, Colombian or Costa Rican island. Yes. So James Gunn has described this film as a 1970s war, war movie with action comedy elements. <laughs> I think that's pretty, pretty spot pretty on. pretty accurate. So tell me before we start then. IMDb score. What do you got? Seven two. Ooh, good choice. Seven six. Close. What do you think about uh, Rotten Tomatoes? I know that like, everyone loved it, so it's like ninety two. Ninety one. Yeah, you went like for that. the two around it. I, I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get now Metacritic. This is always a tough one. What do you reckon? I hope that it's more realistic at a seventy two. Damn, you've done well this week. It's seventy three. Ah! One time you're gonna get it. One time oh, you're gonna get it. Um, yeah, man, it's. Like it's pretty well, it's pretty well received, it like is. all around. I think everything I saw leading into this was glowing. Like all of yeah. the all of the initial reviews, I tried to stay away from as much as possible. But yeah, like it was hard to miss spoilers coming into this. I hear you. I think uh, I don't know. I what what was your general thought? I yeah. I like. I feel like he's like a master performer. He's like a juggler. He he can somehow take all these massive stars. And just perform, like get them all to perform with sometimes limited screen time, sometimes you know like weird roles. Like mm -hmm. just going through this this list, you've got you've got Michael Rooker, you've got uh, Viola Davis, you've got Joel Kinnaman, Nathan Fillion, Jai Courtney, like so many actors, and uh, all the way down to Sylvester Stallone and uh, Peter Capaldi. Like, mm -hmm. and he somehow makes it work. And he does. I'm yeah. like, I'm kind of in awe of it. I think that uh, upon initial viewing, I was a bit disappointed. I think I had to. And I, yeah, go on. Sorry. And then I like kind of thought about it afterwards, and I was like, actually, like it's a pretty good movie. I think I went in with the wrong expectations. Yeah. I went in thinking this was going to be Guardians of the Galaxy again, which it's not. It's not. But there are elements. 
it but ta- you're right, it's not. Yeah, it's, he's clearly nah. taken some of his own notes and yeah. gone, all right, these these things worked, but yeah. in a movie for heroes. And I think it took me realizing that this isn't a hero movie. Yeah. It's an anti-hero movie. It is. To really realize that I enjoyed it as much as I kind of did in the end. Um, going back to that list of list of people who are in this film, like... What a cast! Yeah, it is quite good. And a lot of he—if you notice and you watch any anything on this or read anything about it, like there's like a lot of collaborators that he tends to reuse in his movies. He's a little bit Tarantino in that way. Mm. He likes to bring back certain people. Like he always gives his brother a role. Like now, <laughs> now, now, sliced alone's like one of his guys. Like yeah. so good. And uh, yeah, I mean, like I've got a bunch of discussion points before we get into spot. It's quite hard because let's let's stick away from it. Okay, well, so. First and foremost, let's let's talk about he was uh, James Gunn was refu- wasn't refused permission to any character he wanted. So if he wanted Batman, he could use Batman. Anything he wanted. Really? But so he, for the DC universe, they were like, use whatever you want. But apparently, he wanted to use. Uh, he tweeted. He said, "I considered many more well-known heroes and outlaws, but I wanted to stick with uh, Ostrander, who's the original writer's uh, original vision of mostly second-rate antagonists." And yeah, he does a really Is that the good writer job of, that. of the, the comics? The original Suicide the original, Squad yeah. comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, I like that. This movie screams of that to me. Yeah. Like, so so interesting. Like, bloody Nathan Fillion as the detachable kid. Is that what he is? Where his arms come I off? forgot about that guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I love that he just picked up all these randomness. And the like, javelin even, guy. Even the main villain. I, I, don't, I don't think we'll save talking about, like, Starro to the end. But, yeah. like, this is. A weird fucking random... I quite like, like that one. Yeah. I would well, to be he's honest. The first, he's the first ever Justice League villain. Mm, I didn't know that, but I quite like him. Um, well, my first question to you, yeah. though, is this the fastest rebootuation ever? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. It took five years. Affirmative. <laughs> I'm just surprised that it got approved. I'm not. Like, the it's first so ridiculously... Was, like, oh, I see. No, it, I'm not. No, I just think it's like, wow. Like somebody was like, let's just do this again. <laughs> like, let's just do it over. We fucked that other one up. I, I feel like they kind of had James Gunn. They, like James Gunn obviously got booed from Marvel. That's how he ended yeah. up in it. There were all the, the tweet allegations and stuff previously. And um, I feel like they, they got hold of him and just went, what do you want? Mm-hmm. Like pick a thing. It's yours. Like I'm pretty sure they kind of were a bit like, maybe not like your Supermans or your Batmans. Yeah. But like anything you want outside of that, yeah. go for it because like he's such he's such hot property right now. It's like Taika Waititi. Yeah. So do do you think he chose this? Is that what? Oh, he did choose. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he absolutely chose this. Yeah. Um, I think for the yeah we talked about budget before. It's 185 million. Um, I think the action is phenomenal in this. It is. It's really good. I mean, I, I it wasn't like anything better than I've seen before though. It feels like like the things I liked about this were more like the character driven comedy stuff than sure. Like the actual action set pieces. Like, yeah. And that's not good, that, but that's, that's just cause point. they all look, they all start to look the same at the, you know? Yeah, I agree. In these superhero movies. It's a good point though, because I feel like for having so many characters, yeah, they do a lot of incredible character development in this. Like there's a lot that he manages to eke out of like, not like it's what two two and a bit hours two hours and fifteen. It's it's long. He gets a it lot long. out of out of not but for that many characters. Oh no, I'm not saying that. that I just mean like it's it's not a short movie. But, yeah, okay. Uh, no, you're you're right. He get there's a lot of exposition because of that. Um, I I kind of agree on top of that as well. Like I think the heartfelt moments actually work in this film. Yeah. Like because like I said before, they built as bad people, 
as a first as a ground level <laughs> yeah, they're all built as bad people rather than uh, we shouldn't really compare it to the other one but like you kind of have to whereas i feel like in the other one they were built to be anti-heroes whereas mm. this it's like these are bad fucking people like from the go yeah exactly yeah. yeah should we should we talk a bit about what the suicide squad is in general i mean it's just the the villains that are in prison yeah they there's unwinnable missions and they just basically force them to do it yeah by putting a bomb in the back of yeah, their neck very like uh yeah what is it 2049 very yeah uh, what is that movie fucking and it's all the like b-list um dc uh bad guys like yeah. polka dot man are they allowed <laughs> first of all who the fuck Blood spot. <laughs> are they even allowed to like if they do survive are they like freeze that like they no they get 10 years off their sentence oh okay that's yeah not, that's not even that great <laughs> for like, like life sentences literally gonna be like a death mission yeah. like wow but that's why it's that's why it's such an interesting concept because some of these imagine if you had let's say you had like a 30 year sentence yeah and it was like you can go on this mission you can be out 10 years sooner You'd probably take it. If you've got like a special power, you're like, I could fucking kill this. Person. You know <laughs> like I mean? your arms detach? Yeah. <laughs> but if you're like, if you just got a fucking javelin, I'd probably be like, no, nah, I'll take the fucking, yeah. I'll stay in here. That's an interesting point. We'll come yeah. to that later on. Um, But I think the CGI in this is really terrific. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of CGI, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to that big old starfish. kaiju thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's a starfish. The starfish is, that was a creepy villain, by the way. Yes. Yeah, so creepy. We'll talk about that when we get to spoilers. Um, all right, couple of questions before we move move quickly on. Like, yeah, um, where do you see this going in the future? Do you think there's going to be a sequel? I just feel like that? it's such a they could literally just run it. They could. This is the cool thing about this property is they could continually just do the same bring, exact. Bring it could almost be like a monster of the week yeah. with different characters. Yeah. Reset the story, whatever they. And if it was in the DC universe, like if they actually had a DC universe, I guess is my point. Yeah, it'd be really useful to like kind of seed and plot other parts oh, of their absolutely. universe if they use it appropriately but they unfortunately have not so they well, like the thing from won't. the trailer yeah where they say yeah. that uh blood spot put superman in the icu with a kryptonite yeah. bullet like i'd watch that yeah that sounds great or even just like you know villain is go like like a villain gets put away in one movie and then he's in the suicide squad movie the next and then yeah, it's another thing for that arc of a new character but they don't do that in dc so well that's going back to the original the... problems with dc that we've not yeah. really taking all the time to go into um do you have any favorite moments from this film i do like, i've got like one that really stands out but you want to do your three best three worst well uh, before that i just think like um like like a scene or a moment or a yeah i've got three already marked out but i i mean like there's a ton of like cool sequences and um i think the one where they do the kill count was was probably one of the favorites for me that's it's very standout yeah. It kind of like it, it embodies like the best parts of the film. I wanted to right. talk, I wanted to talk about that when we get to spoilers. So that's a big one. That's a, that's a good yeah. one. But the one that's in the trailer is when Harley Quinn's walking down the hallway and just mm-hmm. like blowing like mm-hmm. shooting the hell out of all these people, and it's just phenomenally yeah. shot. And like like her psychosis going on, there's all these flowers <laughs> flying around. And stuff. She's fucking nuts. It's incredible. Yeah. Like that. No, she played it really well, man. She like. She really gets that I, I, what did I, I wrote some shit down about her, Margot Robbie's performance, one sec. But in essence, it, she, like, plays off the, like, it's, like, really believable Yeah. in how, like, random and subtly psychotic she is. Yeah. And how so, you, like, so might good. not catch it at first. And then all of a sudden, she'd say, like, one little thing. You'd be like, you're fucking <laughs> off, bro. Yeah. But also still kind of sexy. And you're like, oh, wow, this is interesting. Isn't that just a life? This is a bit weird. Um, all right, then. Tell me tones and themes. What do you got? Uh, the tone is like very, like, like I think you, you sp- 
James Gunn described his movie really well. It's like a, a 70s war yeah. movie yeah, set with like hu- like black humor action. We didn't really talk about the black humor, but that's one of my favorite yeah. bits of this whole movie. Like how that's pretty much. What I'm going to talk about that in a sec. That's the tone. As far as themes, uh, what is the theme to this one? It's kind of like a satire of like all the superhero movies we're getting at the moment. Like, yeah. I don't like, know if there's like a specific theme. It's kind of, you're right. It's just a satire on like superhero movies and being like, you know. I'm just glad we didn't get a Skybeam. And like, it's <laughs> true. The amount of times yeah, we've talked so about true. fucking Skybeam. Well, and it's just like also like the you know, <laughs> there, there are some themes, I guess. Like you could point to, you know, um, I think, I think the one American I interventionism. Was... And you could point to like, yep. what's the other one? You could even point to some stuff around coronavirus, like the way, uh, gosh, the way. I wrote this down somewhere. Keep going. Before well, I think I the one that I picked out while you're looking for that was, it's sort of about, um, you know, irre- like irredeemable humans proving that they have humanity. Like. Sometimes. The, Not all of When them. they need. Yeah. But like the, fu- mm. like we'll get to it in a minute, but the, the ending of the movie is like very much like it does have that kind of big anti anti-hero climax mm. moment, but it's like, it's only because the character develops so well by James Gunn in the two hours he has. Yeah. That it actually works, unlike the first one when it's just these bunch of fucking losers who <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even live off Will Smith's charisma. Um, did you find that, or do you want to move no, on to your three on. best just, and three worst? Just cut it, move on. But I remember having some <laughs> association. I will with, not cut it out. With COVID, I was like, actually, they may be playing on COVID <laughs> here. Uh, but point being, like, it yeah, it, it had some heavy themes, but it mainly, I think, is more just like a this shit doesn't matter, and oh, you're being yeah. and you're being used, and like that, like it's not like a happy theme, but so. Three best and three worst. Which one are you going for? Uh, I obviously noted one of them already. There's a... Uh, can we spoil or no? Nah, try not to. There's a, there's a sequence where Peacemaker and Bloodsport... How do you say Sport. Sport. Bloodsport. His name is yep. Bloodsport. Good name. Um, <laughs> where they, they're like... They have a kill. Like, they're basically taking over a little area of baddies. And um, they just... It's a whole, like, one-shot sequence of them like trying to one-up each other in their kill counts. They're not actually counting, but you halfway through realize that they are kind of competing for number. It's great character development. Yeah, it's yeah, great it's, character it's development. Fantastic. It's hilarious. It's well, it's well choreographed. Like the blocking and everything's really well yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the end of it's like, there's a big funny kick at the end of it that I don't want to spoil. We'll, but, we'll talk about yeah. that, yeah. Um, so that's one. Um, I liked that no one was safe. Like pretty much no one. Yep. The whole movie. Yep, yep. And then like there was just people dying all the time. And then Peacemaker, I just thought he was quite funny. He was kind of like the Drax of this. It was the Drax of this film. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Mad, mad James Gunn managed to get performances out of two people he couldn't see the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> no, Drax, Drax and him have like the, a similar comedic element in this, like very dry. I, th- I think, I think um, definitely John Cena's pushed kind of that direction. Yeah, I feel and like then like there's also like the, the shark, but he's King got like shark. King Shark. He's got like the Groot element where he's just kind of there and dumb. <laughs> So you can de- couldn't remember the name King Shark. No, I mean it's just random, isn't it? But you can you can see how he's like used a bit of his Guardians formula in the characters that he. Oh, absolutely, chose. yeah. Okay, mine. We've, we've mentioned the multiple the black humor. James mm-hmm. Gunn just went wild with this. He's just like this is all of his sensibilities. Like this kind of takes me back to his like early days with Troma Entertainment, which is like some schlocky horror picture house that he worked for back in the nineties, mm. and. He brings the horror elements, but also the the comedy laid on top of that just makes it just beautiful. Yeah. 
Um, you mentioned it kind of the, the, a moment ago, the stakes, like no one's safe at any point. Yeah. I, there was no point in this movie when I was like... they set the tone, man, like 50 people died. We, we're going to talk about that in a minute, yeah. Uh, and the surprising level of character development, like just the amount, like I, I just wrote like he, he manages to have a movie stuffed full of stars and like big characters but it doesn't seem to be bloated at any point. There's no point. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I think it's probably 20 minutes too long. I think it's a bit too long. I think it's 20 minutes too long, but like, I, I think that what he puts in there doesn't, it's not, that's not the reason it's bloated. It's bloated because he's been allowed to make a long movie. Yeah. Um, things you didn't like hit me up. Uh, it's grotesque. Like I get what they're going for. Mm. Like they're the comic book movie that doesn't give a fuck. That's fucking (laughs) anti-hero. Sorry, I've been told I curse a lot on this podcast. Fucking anti-hero. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, it's it's not, you know, it's not what I like, though. That I, sure. that could just be a thing. Me th- like, Wait, the, the cursing or the... No, the, <laughs> the, the grotesque amount of gore. Sure, where, there's To the lot. point where it's like, you know, I get what you're doing, but you're, you're now overdoing it. And, like, I think the... I like the way, like, shows that do gore, like... Uh, the Sopranos or like um, what's another one I recently watched or Game of Thrones even like all these shows where the gore is meant to sh- you're meant to feel bad because war is meant to feel bad yeah yeah for sure like that doesn't the, the amount of gore didn't really fit the tone of the this war in the Sopranos <laughs> so, sorry what the war going on in the Sopranos oh there's just like there's gore there's fucking gory bits yeah yeah but uh, I guess like the tone of the movie didn't really fit that sure right it was more topsy turvy so I you know I just thought it was a little bit of overkill um, the other bit was that the I thought there was a lot of exposition, um, okay, which mostly was good, but at times, like, and particularly in the middle of the movie, like, it was just it stalled a bit for me. It was sure. like the middle of the movie lagged a bit. I yeah, thought it I was a bit that. long in the middle, and then it kind of fixed it up at the end. But and then uh, I said the space starfish was really creepy. It was creepy. Um, and I just wish we got less about like the resistance storyline. And more about that mm. creepy starfish. Like, mm. that. W- I think that would have been better. I feel like they went less is more with the starfish, though. Like, they kind of were like... I don't know. It was pretty sentient and, like, creepy. I would have been. I would have liked to, like, have more interactions with the sentient bit let's, of it. Let's talk about that in a minute. Yeah. I, I, have a point, I have a point I'd like to make about that, actually, later on. Yeah. So, good, good shout. I'll, I'll bring that up in a moment. Mine are... Okay, yeah, possibly too long. Like, I think mm-hmm. there's definitely bits that could have been streamlined. Um, I think... Y- like I said, it's not bloated by the characters before, but the, the movie itself, I think some of the artistic choices mm-hmm. force it to be longer than it really needs to be. Uh, the time jumps, Christ alive. Like they really frustrated me. Like there's bits when you'll be, you'll be watching and then it'll be like 11 minutes earlier or it'll be like, oh, however many days. And I'm like, I, I've seen this. Like, I, I don't like, that doesn't get me. That, that kind of just annoys me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if it's something I need to know, tell me it like don't then skip backwards and repeat all a bunch of stuff i don't know why it just really annoyed me in this movie mm. um and the last one was that just the best jokes were all in the trailer like that no- actually nothing was is, saved that's like not really a fair thing to like say three worst for i think because like you got to watch the movie in the vacuum but you are like I, my opinion obviously you can do it if you want i will but the uh <laughs> Thank you. Self-declarative I, right? Thank you. But I just feel as if you're right. Like, there was no jokes that were funny. There was very few that were not in the trailer. Yeah, like, agreed. Very few. Agreed. And the one the one bit we're going to talk about just in a minute that you were talking about in your your three best, mm-hmm. where they had the little competition. 
Um, that's probably the only one that wasn't in the trailer. I was going to say, it, was that? It just could It's too gory to be in the trailer. True. Like, it couldn't have been in there. And the rest of it was was pretty much, like, I'd seen it all. I was a bit like, oh, and I was, I was waiting for the story beats. Yeah. So I was a bit disappointed by that, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, but I anyway, agree. I think it's fair. Is this movie better or worse than your favorite movie, Aquaman 2018? Yeah. And I know how much you love Aquaman 2018. This movie, which, <laughs> and as we should always say, this is our rating system. We don't do one to ten. Like, Never. The other people Never don't do rotten or fresh. We do better or worse than Aquaman 2018. <laughs> uh, I was actually talking to my buddy Andy today, who yeah. kind of this is... Uh, created from. Created from our Genesis. experience of Aquaman 2018 <laughs> with... And um, you 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 know fantasy football, but we obviously do it for soccer. In the um, case of I'm fantasy being football. Com- I'm being recruited to do one for Premier League. Oh really? Okay, yeah. good. Well, send me over. Me and Andy are doing one. Okay. And we uh, ours is always called um, fantasy football Dawn of something because one of the first <laughs> movies you ever watched was Dawn of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> so it's quite quite poignant that we're talking about this now. But all right, yeah, better or worse than this Say, middling movie? This movie was qualitatively better than Aquaman while also having an aqua-based creature, which makes it even more Had an impressive creature. win. Right. Two, more than one. More than one. I said a starfish, a shark. True. And those weird little things that attack the shark. Those little guppies or whatever. Yeah. I forgot about that. But you're right. It even did. more the impress. I'm even more impressed. I'm. More impressed. I, this is probably for me the best DC movie. I would say. I'm going through them. So there's Man of Steel, definitely better than Man of Steel. So do none <laughs> of the, will Nol- find the him. Nolan movies don't count. You will find him. <laughs> don't of, let, of don't let me. I will. Of the DC. <laughs> Don't even try. I'll, I will just jump in there with a... <laughs> I will find, find him! <laughs> of the current DCEU slate of movies. So we start with Man of Steel. We've then got Batman vs. Superman. We've then got the Justice League. I mean, yeah. We've got the original no Suicide Squad. There's, no, have, there's nothing even close. Uh, the Harley Quinn movie. I haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's it's worth a watch. Um, yeah. But this is... For me, this is the best one. Hands out. Aquaman, Wonder Woman. If you don't... Oh, is it better than Wonder Woman? The first one? I never ones. actually finished that one, even though I've heard it's like the, the OG best one. one. Yeah, I got good. halfway through. Um, it's good. I would probably put this above it just because I like the humor, but the OG Wonder Woman is better. So that good. that would you could say that that's like the one that it might be behind, but to each, to each their own. Yes. Okay. No, it's a fair point. I will find him. <laughs> <laughs> I will find him. <laughs> like, All right. Pia! Discussion points. Discussion points. Um, let's go into this <laughs> discussion points. Shark. Spoiler ahead, by the way. Spoilers from now on. Yeah. All right. The initial, the, the very first scene of the movie. Fucking brutal. Yeah, I absolutely dying. loved it. No, the first scene, it started with a bang. And then so, it continued. Like so the beginning good. was quite good. Of this, And I'm just telling you, the middling is where it got me. A yeah, bit no. Bummed. Well, let's yeah. explain the first scene. So what happens in yeah. the first scene of the movie is you follow Michael Rooker's character, whose name I've just forgotten. It's Who Savant. Cares? Yeah, well, that's the, po- that's the point. But... In in the ten minutes he's on screen, they make you care about him because he's this like kind of badass who can kill birds with a ball for some reason. <laughs> and then I still don't s- understand what he does. No, me neither. But they're <laughs> building this. They're, they're building the team, and you're like, yes, they're building the team. This is it. And it's got Captain Boomerang in it. So he's like, this is the guy from the last movie. And it's got Harley Quinn in it, and it's yeah. got uh, Joel Kinnaman in it. You're like, oh, th- this is the team they're going with. And like you've seen some of it in the trailer. And then and then they get to the. <laughs> <laughs> and they like all, all of them they die. all get massacred except for harley quinn and, and joel kinnaman joel kinnaman who's good rick flag like yeah. they just get massacred and it's great because it sets the tone straight away because oh, okay. they drop one character who's as i mentioned before played by james gunn's brother sean gunn 
they drop Weasel, who's this odd-looking thing, into the Weasel. water. Yeah. And he immediately can't swim. And it's like... Everyone, uh, but, and he but just drowns. Part and, of, and he drowns immediately. And part of the thing that I liked about this movie was that the whole of the bureau- bureaucratic side, all of the I- the IT team, were all fucking useless. No one yeah. had looked into any of their like, playing, placing weaknesses. Bets on who would die. Yeah. It was that, that bit was... I, you know what I think? I think they could have done more with those characters. Like, a little more cuts off to them as opposed to, like, and a little less exposition for, like, a different kind of humor. Because I did enjoy their dynamic. I enjoyed Um, the scene a lot. And it kind of gave, it it gave Amanda Waller, like, it gave her that initial moment. Like, in the first one, they did it with um, a guy called Slipknot who you knew was going to die because he wasn't in any of the trailers for the movie. But in this one, like, if, if... Folks around this team and they all died in fucking horrific yeah. ways. Yeah. Captain Boomerang got chopped up by a, a goddamn helicopter blade. I forgot about that. Um, I've forgotten. I've forgotten her name. Mongol got like exploded in the fire explosion of the helicopter. Um, the one guy who's the comedian. Crap, what's his got name? his head blown off? Got his right head just away. blown yeah. off. He was like trying to. Uh, he, he was trying to like sell him out. Yeah, he's he a double agent. And then it turns out that the the characters we've been following for the first twenty minutes of the movie. Savant, Michael Rooker's character. Tries to flee. Tries to run. And Amanda Waller just blows his head blows off. Blows his head off. Yeah. It, oh, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Full fucking... It's real bold, right? It is. What? It's. I mean, it starts it off like strong, right? It really... Yeah. I, I mean... I really thought we were going to get Chekhov's weasel. It didn't really pan out. Really? All right. Well, um, in what sense? Like, in the sense that, like, they drop the weasel. He drowns. And, it, like, instantly dies. I was like... But they bring him back to shore and just say he's dead and i was like okay like we're just gonna forget about this weasel and in the second act of the movie he's gonna come and save someone's ass like, oh, check off's right. gun check off's weasel didn't get it but well, he does survive well jumping ahead in, yeah. the, in one of the post-credit scenes he survives yeah but it's not a check off moment so i don't know really, it's I don't not really that would have yeah. been fun though <laughs> i like that idea um i wanted to talk i, I kind of wanted to rank the deaths of them but then it's probably more fun just to talk about how horrific it is like the javelin guy just gets like what happened to him i think he just got shot like a bunch yeah, of times i don't know but, like he's I, a he javelin guy he, 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 he should have he should have just served the extra 10 years yeah just <laughs> he should never have left he had a good accident though yeah. uh, but obviously harley quinn and joel kinnaman survived i'm yes. stop calling that it's rick flag right but then the the sort of trick of the beginning of the movie is that it then cuts and it goes to the re- the, the actual team so alpha team the and beta alpha team, team or whatever who were sent in on the other side of the island to infiltrate. just calmly walk up. And they just wander in while <laughs> yeah. these guys are getting massacred on the other <laughs> side quite, of the island. It's quite a juxtaposition. Um, it, one, one funny thing to mention about, actually, that they didn't check where the weasel could swim was, there's a bit when uh, Idris Elba's character, Bloodsport, is like... Afraid of... He's afraid of rats. Yeah, and they, they, put, they, they put him with, with a rat the, fucking <laughs> woman who can control the rats. It's like... It's like why, why, I, I think I wrote out his quote. He's like... Uh, why would I share my liabilities? I'm an assassin. That's <laughs> 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 so true. <laughs> it's great. It's really, there was some good, like, lo- that was a good joke that wasn't in there. That was one good joke yeah. that wasn't in the trailer. Uh, okay, so what did you, what did you think of the the big uh, Peacemaker twist? So, like, the, the, the movie sort of, like, as we go Was through- it a twist? Yeah. What, that he was, like, the, the guy behind the guy? He was well. We thought they were all working together. We thought they were all going to get out together, and then it turns out that he's been coerced by Amanda Waller to make sure that no evidence escapes this facility. I thought that it was and just. He turns. I thought that it was just like he wasn't coerced. That that she. There's always a second in command. There's always backup. Oh, okay. And he was. That I think that's what he said. That's what Joel Kinnaman says. He's like, up. Oh, 
Amanda Wallace, whatever her name is, mm. um, always has a backup to make sure the plan gets done. And then when they found out what was on the tapes and why they were destroying it, he has like a change of heart. Like the mission was always to destroy it and get rid of the evidence. Right. But so he didn't understand why. It wasn't why. to destroy the facility. It was always to destroy yeah. the evidence. Oh. Yeah. I, I didn't get that. I just got that it was like he'd been coerced. In my, this is just what I thought when I was yeah. watching it. And well, he, I mean, maybe he was coerced to destroy the thing and in doing so destroy the evidence. Yeah, but well, that I mean, was the plan, right? Peace. Yeah. <laughs> like, so we've talked about this before on the podcast. Peacemaker is this crazy fucking DC character who will do anything for peace. And he, he outright says it in the movie. He's like, I will kill a bunch. <laughs> I, I will kill any me- amount of men, women, and children as long as it brings as long peace. As it brings peace. Yeah. And there's a bit like where Dizel is like, and it voices in the trailer where he's like, if this beach was a, had a bag of dicks on it, would you eat the bag of dicks? It's like, of course I would. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's that sensibility. It's hilarious. Yeah, no, I think another thing I was going to say about my like highs, but also lows, like I wish he was in it more. Like I wish he had more. He was Don't in it quite a bit, him. but I wish he had even more like right. scenes. To be Let's honest. talk about that big scene that we were, you were kind of like talking around in your, in your three best. Way. I don't understand why you thought it was spoiler. Because it's not in the trailers, and it's actually a fucking great scene. It doesn't mean it's a plot spoiler. No, but it's still a spoiler for a bit of the movie. That if, if I have seen that, if I'd have known that was coming, I'd have been gutted. Yeah, but it's not like a, it's not a spoiler. It is a spoiler. It's a, it's spoiler, a spoiler is like spoiling a plot. Like the whole definition of spoiler is you're spoiling well, the plot. Well, actually, because the, that whole so okay, right. So the point we're talking about is that what we th- what is what we're told is that Rick Flag Joel Kinnaman's character gets um they think he's been caught by a band of like they think he's been caught by the mercenaries enemy. Yeah. the enemy yeah and like they that. send in this alpha squad to go retrieve is, him after well, they've so, been so destroyed. it's it's bloodsport it's peacemaker it's king shark it's, it's the rat guy polka dot girl, man and rat catcher yeah. yeah and Mar- is it marvin or melvin <laughs> <laughs> the, guy, he wasn't in it the guy who drives the bus Mer- All right. so they send those guys in and they say uh kill it basically kill everyone no yeah. mercy um and just retrieve rick flag and they go in and they have this fucking phenomenal like scene. one shot sequence yeah where he, they just where kill they go everyone. back and forth yeah. silently by the way it's yeah like a, it's like a fucking last of us sequence. i think that's the scene where uh king shark tears the guy in half as well i don't remember he's terrifyingly yeah. brilliant that character he's like subtly great um and then they get to the uh, they they get to the tent where they think Rick Flag's been held captive and he's just there and they're freedom fighters. Yeah, and he's <laughs> and like, like so they just he's actually just like having a beer with this chick <laughs> in the tent and they've literally massacred the entire team, her entire team. They're like, let's go. Like, what are you? He's like, what it's are you doing? So These are my good. friends. And he's it's like, oh, so good. Oh. But that's where you really get to see, I think, um, John Cena shine. I think he's phenomenal in that bit. I mean, like he's pretty good whenever he gets true, like, a moment true, true, to have true. a joke. But that whole that just like whole build up sequence and then that punchline. Yeah, the punchline is quite funny. I, it's a fantastic punchline. That was yeah. that's a really great. Great. That's probably one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie. Yeah, it was. It, it, it is. I think one of the best scenes. Hands down. Although talking about that, like that, I, I mentioned in my favorite scenes in the movie. There's a scene where Harley Quinn's like murdering all the guys, but like the build up to that is so interesting. I'm sorry, that was part of when they lost me. The Harley Quinn like montage of them like falling in love. So what what happened? What, was, uh, what, was what happened was basically <laughs> yeah. So they they captured her and they were keeping it. And he he basically was like, "You are like a symbol of everything that's anti-America. Like, I want you to be my bride so that I can have this like anti-American like." Like icon stood next to me while I take on the world because he obviously has Starro yeah, yeah. and he wants to take the world on. 
and then he says something about murdering children and she flips <laughs> and just shoots, shoots him. him. So like I understand why they had that whole thing cuz like it was they obviously wanted to give her more and well, they needed to have like a sequence for her to, for her to do more and it did work. Like it was uh, like totally in character for her to just murder. Like that's a red flag. I had to yeah. murder you. Like Well, that's so right. It, well, that's a callback to the first one that you yeah. probably wouldn't get having okay. not seen it all. So in the first one and the Harley Quinn character historically is like intrinsically linked to the Joker because he turned her into Harley mm-hmm. from Harley Quinzel into Harley Quinn. And it's this whole thing about the speech she gives once she's just shot him about boy, ex-boyfriends and stuff is like really poignant and like kind of like breaking out of like uh, breaking out of relationships which are emotionally like crippling and stuff. Yeah. So it's it was actually really good. Oh, it was <laughs> good. Really I just thought they only added it in to give her something to do I mean, maybe and it was effective like in giving her something to do she did did it well but like the whole montage of them falling over like okay can we for me that was part of the pad you, you have to like cut before. like something like cut that yeah i agree <laughs> i like i like the idea of her being captured you see this great scene where she murders everyone get escapes and then they have the bit where they they're like oh we came to rescue you and she's like oh, i can go back in like if that yeah. was it yeah. i'd have been fine with it i like i get why they had that scene mm-hmm. in there and it was her breaking the joker chains and all that but I kind of agree with you. Like, I didn't, I didn't need that. It was also way. just really weird the way they did it. Did, like, the whole tone yeah. of the movie kind of shifted for like, for like a minutes. good like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really strange. Um, so the, we've talked about that. Let's talk about Polka Dot Man because for <laughs> me, okay, I love me his the, little arc. Yeah, like, like I, I feel like the, the person who is held up in this movie as being like the one who, uh, as like the hero in in uh, quotation marks is, is like Ratcatcher Two. I feel like she's the one who like, you know, she gets the kill. Yeah, blah blah blah. But for me, the like King Shark, first and foremost, and <laughs> great, and hilarious. Like I mean, that Groot character, like you say, yeah, kind of very very similar. But like Polka Dot Man, I like, hope so. <laughs> what? What is he about? I hope so. That just made like that got me and then hard. He's fucking hilarious. He's like. Oh, Marvin, how did you guys not know him? He's been with us for the half hour. <laughs> like, the last hour of the movie. His his power's really interesting as well. So, like, they build him out to have, like, a proper fleshed-out backstory. And what is it? Like, he's basically been uh, infected by, like, an interdimensional yeah. virus because yeah. his mom was, like... Wanted him to be a superhero. Testing on him That's to become brutal. a superhero and opened up a dimension that infected him. But or could you not see that, though? Like, it, oh. it, imagine real life. Like, if you just look for, like, a second at, like the kiddie pageants in the States where you've got these like four, oh, yeah, for sure, four yeah. year old girls who are covered in ma- Homer's makeup shotgun yeah. and like forced to go out on stage and tap dance whatever the fuck they do in those <laughs> things. Like you could imagine if there was a world of superheroes, there'd be parents who were like, you're going to do yeah, that for sure. This is you. Yeah. And like, this guy's like, uh, he's like, what happens when it goes wrong? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and he, no, he's but like, he can, hilarious. They're like they're like acid almost when he throws them. It's yeah, really it's fun. Like interdimensional fucking energy. And then he like he, he he gets his little arc at the end. Yes. He like stops it from <laughs> killing someone. He's like, I'm a hero. And then he just as soon as he says that, he just dies. <laughs> it's it's like, like he's a bit telegraphed, yeah, but I loved it, it. Oh, it was. It was awesome. Well, let's quickly. All right, so let's talk about the two villains of the piece. So, firstly, we've obviously been talking about Starro, who's really interesting. Um, but before we jump into him, let's talk about Peter Capaldi, mm-hmm. his performance as the thinker wow he was so sinister he was very ugly as well ugly the thinker he's the guy with the things all in his head yeah, it's yeah it was just really like a, weird i see yeah i mean he it was it 
gave me chill, like gross feelings, which is I think what he's supposed to do. I think probably. Yeah. So the, the sort of crux of the story is they found like the Americans found this alien starfish in space, and they realized it had it. It was basically a hive mind, right? Yeah. It, it like released other starf starfish eyes. Yeah, and then they took over. <laughs> and, and they took over here, and, and it grew. So he's captured this thing for thirty years, and he's been experimenting on it, and apparently having his way with it, which I find Wait, an like, odd so thing to say. Did they indicate that he? No, raped he said it? that. The starfish, one of the starfish, uh, like one of the hive minds said it. Said like, oh, ah, yeah. he's been having his way with me for 30 oh, years or something. He's like, fuck, that's, that's it was, too far. It was so creepy when they all talked at once. Oh, and like, that's why I almost wanted more of it. Yeah, okay. Because it was just super weird and creepy. and like. But the short amount of time that Pete Capaldi got on screen, yeah. he did so much with it. Like, yeah. He's a great actor. He was a uh, Doctor Who for a while. I didn't mm. watch any of his Doctor Who stuff because I feel like, he he was a transitional doctor mm-hmm. and I kind of fell off at that point, but I kind of now wish I had because he's so intense. He is like, he's a, he's great, but Starro, tell me, tell me about you. I, no, I just thoughts. think like that Starro was like an interesting concept of a villain and we only got a taste of it. Yes. I, I think, yeah, it's a shame. Like, he obviously got killed at the end. Yeah. Margot Robbie jumps end. in his eye and then all the rats, which was actually him. really like a gruesome, but cool death yeah. to be honest. Imagine being in a big eye. I like how they, they used the javelin for that. It, it was, was always going to be that, though, wasn't it? I guess, like, if you knew that Jaro was coming. Yeah. 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 Okay, right. I'm going to give you a couple bits of trivia, trivia. Let's do it. Just to, uh, any final thoughts about the Suicide Squad? I bloody, like, like, I think I came out of it, like you say. I was a bit like, ah, oh, it's not what I expected. I just, but like, I'm so used to Marvel, like, how heartwarming, you know. You know, when I like a superhero movie, it's mm. usually of that vibe and like com- comedic. Like this was such a different vibe that it, it was jarring to me at first. But like when I go back and look at the moments, like however all the ones that I liked, there's quite a few of them. Yeah, I think yeah. I'll rewatch this in a year's time or whatever. Like compare this, and I'll be like, that was yeah. fucking good. Compare this to like the Black Widow. It's like way better, so much better. So like there you go. Okay. Right. Well, yeah. 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 Well, uh, like I was saying, I think I came out a little bit disheartened by it, but. Yeah. As soon as I thought about it and put like any sort of mental capacity into yeah. it, like considering this movie, like all the things we've talked about, like I, like outside of it been a bit too long and a couple of little bits, like it's great. Agreed. I agree. Like it's, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. yeah. All right. Give you a couple of bits of uh, El Triviaro. Let's do it. El Triviaro. That's what we're calling it this week. Um, so Idris Elba. Uh, so I don't know how much you know about the original movie. I think you've seen bits of it, but not all of it, right? I know who's in it. Okay. Yeah. So Idris Elba was initially hired just to replace Will Smith, right? As Deadshot. Like that was yeah. the original casting. But he basically just later decided that like, wait, what if Will Smith wants to come back in the future? So they just renamed the character to, to just change him to being Bloodsport, which is a different uh, DC villain. And just were like, okay, carry on. He's got the same backstory. Got a daughter. Everything's exactly the same. <laughs> That's really dumb. Yeah, crazy, right? <laughs> I'm like, like... <laughs> And so Will Smith just didn't want a piece of this. Will Smith was just like, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Which I can understand, but then as soon as James Gunn's involved, I'm like, yeah. get me the hell back in. Honestly, um, yeah, I think Idris is better than him. But. Yeah, I'd say so. All right. So James Gunn actually, speaking of, James Gunn actually wanted Dave Bautista to play Peacemaker, but <laughs> Dave Bautista apparently turned it down to play the lead role in Zack Snyder's Army of the Dead. Which Fair enough. It's a different role for him. Bad film. <laughs> yeah, but it's a different role for him. Yeah, it's it? very different. Yeah. And he yeah. was technically the lead in it, so... And it's also like, literally, you just want me to play Drax. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he did. Yeah, it's like... Fair enough. Um, 
so a couple of bits and there's there's a couple of like big cameos in there so i mentioned uh john ostrander before he mm -hmm. plays uh a guy called dr fitzgibbon who's the guy giving uh the inject the, the injecting the bombs into the neck at the beginning mm -hmm. and one thing that i found really interesting was let me just find exactly where this is written down so steve steve agee who is uh one of the staff for amanda waller he's the big guy with the floppy hair he's actually mm -hmm. a comedian mm -hmm. um he plays um uh john economist don't know if that's something to do with but he was also the actual like body for king shark on set because mm. he was just a big guy so he <laughs> like around. technically played two parts okay, good and apparently it was super easy to get um sliced alone involved he just uh james gunn just called him up and said i've written a part for you you don't well, have, and you don't have to do a lot effort yeah yeah he was just like i'm in <laughs> all right I like four lines final thing final thing then before we move on is there anything we've, I, don't, I feel like there's a lot we've missed i don't know i think we've covered a lot okay all right, so um, I'm going to give you uh, three. Well, I've got six, right? So I've got three quotes. Okay. Three are from uh, Suicide Squad 2016. Okay. And three are from The Suicide Squad 2021. Okay. And I want you to guess which okay. is which. <laughs> All I right. may fuck this up. Let's see. All right. And I, I can't really tell you, say the names of the characters because otherwise it's just going to make it. Just too, give me the obvious. quotes. Okay, so the first quote is, Seriously, what the hell is wrong with you people? Rebuttal. <laughs> We're the bad guys. <laughs> We're the bad guys. I think that's twenty. The the re, the new the Suicide Squad. No, that's the original one. Okay. I just heard Margot Robbie saying it, it's, and I was like, "It's, it's in the original like, trailer." I yeah. thought I'd give you one that just yeah. to ease you in. All right, let's give you another one. Um. <laughs> yeah that might be it like maybe yeah. i saw the original trailer i, I was like I that's real did. all right you gotta be kidding me you're gonna risk the entire mission for a mentally defective dressed as a car chester <laughs> wait what <laughs> you gotta be kidding me you're gonna risk the entire mission for a mentally defective uh, mental defective dressed as a court jester oh that's the one we just watched that's, that's the suicide it's, yeah it's talking about her yeah <laughs> when then, they try and save her and then blood spot is like <laughs> they, then blood spot comes back and says this coming from a guy that wears a toilet seat yeah, 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 yeah i remember that scene all right next one. First character this is suicide second character well that's kind of our thing that is the first one no that's this one is it that's the think the thinker says it to rick flag Oh, don't remember that. All right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. Might get this one. You disobey me, you die. You try to escape, you die. You other irri you otherwise irritate me or vex me. Guess what? You die. You otherwise irritate or vex me, you die? These I, are actually pretty hard because it could be either. I, th I thought it was going to be that scene on the top of the thing in the trailer, but I don't remember the irritate or vex me part. You're on the right lines. So is it the original? It is the original. Okay. Yeah. It's Rick Flagg doing the same speech okay. as the original one. All right. So I've got two two more really quick ones. All right. First character. Why are you in prison? Second character. I got road rage in a bank. <laughs> that was Carly Quinn in <laughs> the one we just, the Suicide <laughs> Squad. was. Okay. Final one. Um, it's taken me some work, but I finally found, I finally have them. The worst of the worst. That's the first one. That is the original yeah, one. That's Amanda that Waller. That's trailer. You, you, you think you got two out of six? That's the, mm. No, three out of six. Three out of, whatever. I think I had four out of six. Give me a break nah, here. Definitely four out of six. 
Four out of six for sure. But like, got the last it's, three. It's so funny because like, if you just say any of those lines from the original movie in like, it's crazy how similar the movie is. Then you know, and how how much better this one is like yeah. overall. Like it's unbel- like it's actually unbelievable how much better it is. Tone does a lot. All Do right, we well, have any correspondence? Yeah, this week? well, thank you guys for sticking with it. I nearly reopened the uh, the A Team theme tune for a second. There. Oh, that would have been great. That that whole stupid premise like really leans on people knowing what the A Team <laughs> theme tune is. <laughs> Which, like, oh, to be honest, I didn't know until you showed it to me earlier. I mean, I'm glad I did. Otherwise, yeah. you know, you would have uh, had no idea. So, update, friend of the show, Luke. Um, thank you, friend of the show, Luke, for for messaging in. He messaged in last time when he was only five minutes into <laughs> the six-hour-long Justice League movie. How, yeah, how did he? And, uh, how did he end up? <laughs> yeah, he said he actually loved it. Um, he just says it's kind of sad that they're not doing any more movies in the same universe because he's got That's... the appetite for it. What do you think? I mean, it's kind of fair. I mean, like now that I've seen the whole thing, I would have kind of liked to see what you would have done with it. That being said that future stuff that you get flashbacks to does Ugh. not look good. Doesn't no. So it makes me like wonder. Really. Jared Leto was bad in that as well. Yeah. It's like, just makes me wonder like what would we have actually gotten and would it have been all that great? Yeah. I mean, there that's like, you can read like the plans old Zack Snyder had for, for the movies. So like yeah. you can find it online, but I mean like I was happy with what it was. I would like to see like a wrap up of the dark side story. Mm-hmm. Like I'd like to see that finished because it is a massive cliffhanger, right? Yeah. So, uh, but if you do want to hear our thoughts on that, go back to yeah. our, <laughs> our Justice League episode from however many weeks ago. That was a good one. Um, f- yeah, final, second and final bit was this week, friend of the show, Joe. He set, he messaged in saying that he had just watched The Suicide Squad 2021 this week, and he absolutely loved the dark humor, which cracked him up. He said he thought it was incredible, and like it couldn't even be compared to the first, which is kind of kind of what we thought. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the first, but everything I've heard. <laughs> you don't need to. It's not, yeah, it's, it's not charming. We'll do an episode on it one day. Yeah. Well, yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for writing in. We really do appreciate it. If, uh, yeah, if you want to re- write into the show, give us anything weird or wonderful to watch. We're at a bit of a loss next week because we yeah. were going to talk about Free Guy. Yeah, or maybe we can find that other one you wanted to watch, The Green Knight. Yeah, we could have a look for that. Look that for should that. be pretty good. All right, well, if they want to get in contact with us, where can they do it? The podcast assemble at gmail.com or on Instagram at podcast assemble yeah there you go yeah you'll, we'll find you we'll find all, you all of the above. we are on, we're on twitter too but we've, been, we've fallen off twitter a little bit recently yeah. <laughs> we need to be able <laughs> i don't even have a personal twitter don't you no we should make you one for the pod okay we'll do imagine that. Well, it, imagine when we've got like people who actually listen to it they can want to <laughs> find you and think hear your opinions <laughs> i'm sure they would but maybe i'll give them what they want we'll, we'll give it well if we get enough people tweeting at you we'll uh we'll give them sure. what they want Well, thank you all, guys, for sticking with it. We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.